0: Well, um, Last week, um, our, our leadership team made made the decision for masks optional in the worship center now. And so I was thinking back to March 2020. And do you remember where you were when you realized it wasn't going to be a normal year? Like, do you remember kind of the moment when you were like, "Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be kind of different"? I, I was here at the church. It was a Wednesday night, and we were doing Bible study together, and. Somebody who worked at the airport said, oh, yeah, flights are, are canceling, like, 9-11. And we were like, wow, that's interesting. And then the NBA canceled their games, and then the travel ban was instituted. And, and, and then that, the next few days, we made the decision to suspend worship that Sunday and to go online. And we didn't own a video camera. We didn't have any—we have terrible Internet here right now, but we're getting better Internet. Like, we, we had so many things to figure out, but that Sunday we went online for online worship, and then I remember like that Monday, there was this question of, of well, what now? Like, like, what's next? I mean, we didn't know what the future held. We were, really, we were really at like a threshold moment. I mean, do you know what a threshold is in a doorway? It, it's that space. Usually it's like a piece of wood at the bottom, the space between here and there. And during that season we knew we were entering something new. We were at a threshold. And there there was a lot of sense of not being in control. Our our schedules were out of our control, what we could do. I mean, there was so much unknown. And so I don't know if you you remember what happened. I mean, as a country, I think since 9-11, we haven't prayed as a country as we did during those early days of the pandemic when nobody knew what was going on. And as a church, we went online for Tuesdays. Tuesday nights, we started doing online prayer on Facebook and stuff. And during those early weeks, I mean, people were joining from all over the world. People who weren't even really believers in Jesus or prayer were joining in saying, look, we got to pray because there was this uncertainty. There was this desperation. There was this desire for God and a realization like we can't do this on our own. And I don't know if you remember this too, like, you know, a few weeks passed and felt like things were more under control. We kind of knew what was up ahead or like what the new normal was going to be. And you kind of know what happened, right? Like prayer kind of began to fade into the background once again. And that's kind of a, kind of a rhythm in our lives and a rhythm in the lives of God's people throughout scripture as well. And, and I don't know if you feel this, it might just be me, but but it feels like we're, we're at another threshold season right now. Like we're, we're kind of trying to leave all this stuff behind us. We're stepping into a new future. People are more hopeful than ever. People are going on vacations. COVID cases are down. Vaccination rates are up. Like people are excited, looking forward to summer. But what's interesting this time at this threshold, the thought, for a lot of us I think is you know we're good we've got this we know how to do this like we know how to have fun and cook out and we don't really need God I mean we don't really say that necessarily but that's kind of oftentimes how we feel like we we've got this going into the next season and so the temptation is to just kind of try to move into the future without God without God's presence without God's power without God's guidance but this morning, the, the reason we're, we're spending more time in prayer is because I feel like God is calling us as a church. As we move into the next season of our mission and our ministry, He's calling us to go into that season with prayer, with Him, not without Him. And so this morning, we're going we're gonna to make space for God. We're going to say once again, hey, as we move into the future, we still need you. Even if we feel like we're more in control even if we feel like we know what the future is going to look like and now we're making plans months down the road like we haven't been, we're going to come together and say, God, we we still need you. We need your power. We need your presence. We are still desperate for you each and every day. And so we're 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 at a threshold. And if you look in Scripture, really throughout the Scriptures, when Jesus was at threshold moments, he prayed. I mean, when he was beginning his public ministry, Before he did that, he fasted and prayed. Before he chose his disciples, he prayed. Before he he went to the cross, he prayed. And then, when he ascended into heaven and he promised the Holy Spirit would descend upon his church, what did the disciples do? They prayed. Before they chose leaders, they prayed. And so, so as we're moving into the future, as we're moving into a new season together, I believe God is calling us to pray because God wants to lead us. God wants to guide us. God wants to pour out his love and his healing presence upon us. We just have to open up ourselves to him. And so what we're going to do this morning is do that personally and corporately. And so we're going to have some guided times of of, of prayer and and basically we're going to pray in what you might think of as concentric circles starting with ourselves then our families then our church then our community then our country and then our world and we're going to guide you along the way and the band is going to play some songs while we're praying and during this time if you want to stay in your seat you want to come up front you want to kneel you want to lay prostrate you want to stand and sing whatever you want to do we want to invite you to meet God however is most comfortable to you during, during this time and so as we think together this morning about praying for ourselves and for our families I want to invite you this morning to think about the question that Jesus asked so many people in his ministry he went around and when he was doing this healing ministry he would say to people what do you want me to do for you this morning, as we begin by praying for ourselves, I want you to think about that question of Jesus. We're in front of you right now. I mean, Jesus is alive, He is risen. If he's asking you that question, What do you want me to do for you? In these moments, I want you to pray and simply tell God what's on your heart. Tell Him what you want Him to do for you. Prayer is simply talking with God and listening to God, it doesn't have to be, have to be complicated. Tell Him what's on your heart. And then during the song, too. I want to invite you not only to pray for yourself, but also to pray for your family. Maybe they're here with you. Maybe you're here by yourself today, and they're they're far away. You can pray for your extended family. But if if you do have family members here with you, I want to invite you during this time, after you pray for yourself, maybe, maybe just turn towards one another and pray together as a family for this season ahead and for your life ahead. And so as we, as we begin this time of prayer together this morning, I want to start off by all of us saying this prayer of confession together, a confession just saying, God, we need you. And as we confess our sins, we remember 1 John 1, 9, that God is faithful and just, and he will forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so um, if you're able to read it, would you say this with me, and then we'll begin to pray for ourselves and for our families while the band plays. Merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are sorry. We repent. We ask for your forgiveness through the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I invite you to now pray for yourself and for your family.
1: I stand, i fall on you Jesus, you're my hope and stay When I cannot stand, i fall on you Jesus, you're my hope and stay
0: now we're going to look to praying for our church and for our community and when we think about our church and our community we always remember uh, the great commandment of Jesus and the great commission of Jesus the great commission being go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father son and holy spirit teaching them to obey all I've commanded you to do and the great commandment To love God and love neighbor as yourself with all that we have and all that we are. I mean, that's our calling as a church, to be a great commission church and a great commandment church. To love our community with the love of Christ. And so I want to invite uh, Gretchen and Jason Konis, who are part of our our prayer ministry, to come up. And they're going to kind of lead us off saying prayers for our church and then for our community. And during this next song, I invite you to to pray once again while Oscar sings. Um, Pray for our church. Pray for... Our community, And also, we have kind of a, a way you can you be active with your prayers as well. There's a note card in your seat when you got here. Communion elements for the end of the service, but a blank note card. And what we want to invite you to do during this next song is, is ask God to place somebody's name on your heart. Someone in our community who doesn't yet know Christ's love. Could be a family member, could be a friend, could be a coworker. We invite you to, Say, say, God, who is it that I need to, to share the love of Christ with? And write their name on that card as an act of prayer. And then we invite you during this song to take the card and place it in the offering plate at the foot of the cross. Handing this relationship over to Christ, saying, Christ, I know you're already at work in this person's life. Would you continue to work? Would you help me be a part of that work? So we invite you to do that during this next song and now I invite Jason and Gretchen to come and to, to lead us in this time of prayer. Thank you, Jonathan. Hey, good, good morning, church.
2: Um, I have uh, always considered it a privilege uh, to pray. Uh, if I get it wrong, forgive me, but this is my heart today. I've been asked to pray for our For our church, Um, and when I thought of Prayed For the Church, you know, you think of buildings and lots of churches and steeples, but that's not the church. You all, every single person here, young and old, those who have known Christ for a day, for a week, for years, for a lifetime. You are the church. So I pray for you. Um, Let me start off by the word. Um, It says, let us be glad, rejoice, and give him glory. For the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. The church is the bride of Christ. You are the bride of Christ. First of all, for our church, I pray for our pastor, Jonathan. He has had a calling on his heart for a lifetime. And he's answered that call faithfully with courage. I'm sure at times with trepidation, but with compassion beyond he serves the church he serves each one of us along with his wife and his new baby we lift him up for encouragement for that cry in his heart that is has words that cannot be spoken but the holy spirit knows and he searches that place in jonathan And he takes it to the throne of Jesus Christ and God the Father. And uh, we hear those prayers from Jonathan's heart every week. We're so grateful. I pray for the servants of this church, the musicians, Oscar, Steve, the other names that elude me right now. I thank them for their sacrifice. I thank them for their continued perseverance to bring their gifts and their talents, unselfishly, week after week after week after week. They're truly servants of God. I pray for the children's ministry, Tammy, the same, I know This family has a calling, much like the calling that I spoke of, of Jonathan. Sacrifice beyond. But yet, week after week, day after day, they serve. The bride of Christ, the church, you all, every one of us, they serve unselfishly i thank him father god i pray for the church's witness to the world around us we pray that we will be faithful and stand for what is right and true we pray that the bride of christ will not retreat and bow down to the cultural desires of this age and not be influenced away from your word by false doctrine. We pray that your church shine a brighter light into the darkness drawing people to the truth of who you are and what you have done for us. Father, by your Holy Spirit equip us strengthen us, encourage us to share the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ wherever it needs to be heard. May your church, the bride of your son, Jesus Christ, never cease our efforts to share truth, hope, grace, and mercy until all the world bows down and every knee acknowledges the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
3: Wow, that's hard to follow. Um, I've been asked to pray for community. And when I thought about that, I thought community is not only where we live and where we go, but community is everywhere we ever go whether you're on vacation, whether you're visiting relatives. So it's my privilege, with very simple words, to pray for community for us all. So Heavenly Father, may your blessings rain down over our community. May you bring peace and harmony where there's violence and dissension May you bring prosperity and hope where there's poverty and despair. May you bless our leaders with insight where there's confusion and lack of understanding. Heal us, Lord. May you bless our hearts with your love and your peace and joy where there is hate and misunderstanding. You've commanded us us as, as a... Jonathan talked about to love our neighbors as ourselves. Help me to do that in my community. I can't do it without you. Help me understand their problems and find a way to solve together things that trouble them. And help me to love others no matter what race or cultural differences or economic situation, all those things occur defend us, Lord, from anything that would crush our hope for our community. And may that confidence rise up within us as we acknowledge who you are as Lord and Savior. May we individually and collectively look to you, Lord, as our ultimate hope. Give us faith in the place of despair, resilience in the place of resignation and our, turn our anguish into elation and reassurance. Lord, help us to forgive those that have wronged us and to pray for those that have mistreated us or treated us unjustly or unfairness. Lord, you have to soften our hearts so that we can love our enemies and do good to them. Help us be your hands and your feet and together give us perseverance to continue in the good works and keep pressing on in spite of obstacles. May we be steadfast in our prayers for our leaders, for our community. And I pray for spiritual revival for us, each and every one. Encourage us, Lord, by showing us ways that your work through us is bearing fruit, and we thank you for the strength that we need. May this community and this church be a source of light and love. We pray for the spirit of unity, for love and for peace to drive each and every action we do each word we say. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thank y'all. Thank you. And so now as Oscar leads us in our next song, I invite you, ask, ask God, who, who is the one you want me to be praying for, to be reaching out to with your love? And write that name on the card and place it at the foot of the cross while Oscar sings and leads us.
1: Often forfeit, oh, what needless pain we bear, oh, because we do not carry
0: everything
1: to God in prayer, have we trials that take. Their trouble anywhere. We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our To the Lord in prayer. Oh, are we weak and heavy laden? Come the Lord of prayer. Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in Despise, forsake thee. Take it to the Lord and pray. In his arms, he'll take and cheer thee. Through the winter, solos there.
0: feel free to continue to place cards there as we continue and uh, now we move beyond our community and we want to pray for our country and our world so i want to invite ash lafferty the chair of our spr team to come forward who's going to pray for our country and, and and this weekend especially we give we give thanks we give thanks for those who sacrificed for the freedoms that we have and so ash is going to pray for our country Um, We're going to have a little instrumental music, and then Push Badanes, who leads our prayer ministry, is going to pray for our world. And so during this instrumental music and and this time of prayer, I want to invite this side of the room to pray for our country specifically, and I want to invite this side of the room to pray for our world once Ash opens us up together. Thank you.
4: I've been asked to pray for our country, so let us pray. Lord, we thank you that we live in a country that makes religious freedom one of its main maintenance. The cost to maintain this religious freedom has not been cheap. We pause this Memorial Day weekend to remember and give thanks to the men and women who have given their lives to maintain our freedoms. Lord, we ask you to continue to have our, your hand on our nation and that you provide our leaders with the wisdom to guide us in the right direction. We also pray for our nation's safety. We ask that you keep us safe from others that would do us harm for being free, for worshiping you, and for allowing people to speak freely. We also pray for this country's prosperity, even in hard times like we experienced this past year. We ask for your hand in programs that help those who have problems helping themselves. Please bless this country, Help us to be the Christians you want us to be. Help us to be the country you want us to be. It's in Jesus Christ's precious and holy name that we pray. Amen. Thank you, Ash. And so now by this side of the room, pray for our country. This side of the
0: room, pray for our world.
5: It's a privilege to pray for this, for our world. As I pray, I would like each one of you to think of a country that is very dear to you in your heart so that you can pray for that country in your heart, Okay, Let's pray. Lord God, creator of heaven and earth, we praise you for who you are. You are King of kings and Lord of lords, you spoke the words in the world world was created and you blessed it lord for all mankind forgive us lord for not taking care of the world that you created for us help us lord to be more like you lord we are living in a broken and fallen fallen world so many conflicts, wars, sickness, natural disaster, and a term of our own self. I ask you, Lord, to comfort, heal, and bring peace throughout this world. Lord, sustain your children and bring them back to you with hope and salvation, Lord, Cover them with your everlasting love, grace, mercy, and Lord, supply them with every need they have. Lord, I lift up each and every nation of this world and their leaders, that you open their hearts, mind, into the light of your truth. Lord, I pray for their wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and forgiveness. Lord, I, Lord, pour out your spirit, your Holy Spirit, on those who are hurting and are bitter and turn away from, your, from you, Lord. Lord, we pray for our church universal that your gospel will be preached to all and bring hope to the lost world. Lord, we pray the prayer that you taught your disciples to pray. Let's all pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it's in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen.